Hi, I'm Kim Rickards, professional superglue and co-creator of Manifest. Manifest is a global platform with a vision to empower professionals of color to make connections and build intentional community to manifest careers, dreams, and goals. In this podcast, we will nurture, inspire, connect, and elevate our listeners through relevant stories and conversations. Now let's Manifest. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Less Manifest. Today, we're going to be chatting with someone who's a pretty cool person, definitely one of my faves. I feel that I could say so much about him, but I'm going to let him introduce himself. So, Mario. Hi, 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 team Manifest. Um, my name is Mario Evan. I am from Kingston, Jamaica, and I am, let's say I'm a multi-potentialite. I do a whole lot of things, but I would say my two primary worlds are entertainment, where I function as a singer, songwriter, podcaster, vlogger, photographer, I do a bag of things there, and I'm a medical doctor. And those are the two spaces I primarily occupy, and otherwise I'm just a lover of life and trying to always be a good person, you know? Yeah, I know. I know you're a good person. And guess what? Today we're going to focus more on the good person side. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll touch on a, a little a little touch on um, entertainment and the medical. But I do want everyone to have the opportunity just to learn a little bit more about you and your multi potentialite living. Yes. So we're going to start with something fun, because right now, as everyone mostly knows, we are self-quarantining or I would say at this point, we are all quarantining. It's not even about self. It's just it's just happening. Right. Um, So people are doing things that they may have wanted to do or didn't get a chance to do. Or doing things that they've always been doing, which... Are doing nothing at all. (laughs) Also nothing at all. But one thing that I do see a lot of people doing is heading to Netflix. So what's in your queue right now? What are you watching? Well, right now, my greatest addiction is Tiger King. I can't stop watching. I mean, I don't know if you've seen Tiger King, but... I have not. I was told to watch it and I was like, ah, whatever, another one. But it is actually a real life thing. It's not fiction. It's um, real life. And it's about people who kind of rare breed, protect large cats. And oh, um, I about this one. I think I there's know. a sub says like Tiger King, Murder Mayhem, and something else, and it's very, 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 very interesting. <laughs> it sounds so. I'm not a cat person, so I'm not sure how I feel about watching something that's about about cats. Like, what's the fascination? Let me understand this. You know what? I'm not a cat person, but it's kind of like how I'm a doctor and I don't watch medical shows because I can't deal with it. But it's really more about the characters than about the medicine. Same thing uh-huh. with, with Tiger King. The characters are a blast. The cats are just kind of like a side piece. Got it. So but you, seen, to me, but you yeah, never but watched Grey's Anatomy? No, I don't get into that one. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched it, but I don't get into it. But the truth, though, like, the schools also see the big cats and see how they run like a tiger farm. Like, you know, they're cutting up cows. There's, like, tons of spoiled meat from Walmart that they collect and feed them. Like, oh, it's, it's bizarre. Okay. Like, it's just bizarre. Spoiled meat from Walmart. Yeah, like just expired. Let me not call it spoiled. It just expired okay. meat that's probably still good, but Walmart won't sell it to you, but they throw it out. They oh, it okay. Because I thought that Walmart was selling it. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> no, it's the expired <laughs> stuff that they toss out in the back. The tiger people would go collect it to feed the tiger. Oh. It's pretty smart, actually. I mean, clearly the tiger people have a whole strategy for... <laughs> it's it's for hard to feed tigers, yeah. 
Yeah, that, that's I mean, very interesting. Outside of Tiger King, I, I still haven't finished Big Mouth, which is, you know, irreverent. And I love Big Mouth. So that's always there. Big Mouth is a good one. <laughs> it's a good one. Um, and then I try to hit a movie every now and again because the series can be so um, overwhelming. Just, just, just if you're trying to do other things and you get into series, you end up binging. And then binging, it turns into, you know, binging. <laughs> binging turns into just sitting there and then you become one with your couch <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> or somewhere. You know, okay. So it's funny because you're saying that series can be can be quite addictive, I would say. Yeah. And I find, notice I said the word overwhelming. I find Netflix to be overwhelming. I think that there's so much content there that right now, especially, if you never got into a series, it may be the time to get into one because right. <laughs> you can pretty much find something for for however you may be feeling. Exactly. And it may take your mind off of what's happening right now, which is one of the things that I find people want to do. So, so yeah, there's maybe, definitely maybe benefits, Netflix. benefits to Netflix. There's a lot of benefits to Netflix. I mean, the chill aspect, you know, <laughs> it's going to be something different for for a few people. Netflix right and Zoom. Netflix <laughs> and Zoom, Netflix and FaceTime, <laughs> WhatsApp, message, whatever. Like people people are going to figure out a way to to get it on, but yeah, I mean, well, speaking of this. Okay, so we just mentioned FaceTime. So now that we know what you're watching on yeah. Netflix, mm -hmm. what about social media? Which outlets do you find yourself using more of and less of right now? Well, I'll be honest. I mean, I still feel like Facebook is your parent's social media right now. Um, <laughs> no disrespect to, to grown folk listening to this, but I'm never on Facebook, really. I only use it because sponsored ads are there and the pages are linked to it. Outside of that, I am primarily on Instagram. Instagram would be my primary and I've recently just gotten into TikTok, which I think may seem like it's for teens and for kids, but TikTok is really cool. So that's my latest addiction. Yeah, a lot of people are migrating over to TikTok. People like these challenges. And I just saw a funny, a funny TikTok challenge right before I came on this, this um podcast recording. And I had to laugh because I'm like, boredom is really <laughs> I don't even know if it's boredom. This I just the think thing. people are, they're just doing I, I think, a lot. I think the people who are not on TikTok think that it's a board, it's an alternative to being bored. And I think that, yes, people have more time on their hands. But in starting to do it, I'm realizing as crazy as it sounds, you practice the routines, you practice your facial expressions, and it sounds ridiculous, but I almost feel like I'm being trained as an actor. It's almost like I'm in acting training, one. And two, the demographic that follows you when your videos start to pick up is a totally dem different demographic from my typical demographic. Because right. I'm, gro I'm grown. So right. those people are watching a dance video that I'm doing. And then I get all these followers. And I think it's a great brand building space, actually. But people may not look at it as such, but it is an awesome space to build an audience. You know, I like that you touched on this. Okay, so TikTok is, I would, I would say that from the outside looking in, you would definitely think that this is probably for... Um, younger people yeah. that it is kind of like a, a app that you go to just to have fun or to to look for something funny right, right. but there's so much strategy behind the oh, tons of strategy behind videos TikTok. that i've been seeing i mean you do see 
the same videos over and over, right? But what I have noticed because I have a niece and a nephew that are constantly on TikTok. My niece sends me TikToks throughout the day just to, <laughs> just to laugh, right? Yeah, she's like, you know, TT, I think you should watch this. <laughs> so I do appreciate it. TikTok um, by fours, yeah. Yeah, it's like a form of escape. But one of the strategies that I think you touched on that I'm like, huh, is the fact that you you said you have to practice, like you have to practice your facial expressions. So while some people may be going to take a course per se, mm-hmm. right, they may just need to join TikTok. I really just... No, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like looking at the camera and doing some of the little skits and learning the lines is literally like theater back. Like if I was in a theater class, like trying to learn the lines and kind of get capture Capture a good energy, you know, because you really have, you're really performing. That's really what you're doing on TikTok. You're performing. And if you're lame, nobody really wants to watch that. If you're funny or, or cool or can dance really well, it works. Okay. And that's the next thing. People do niches. And so I've been watching YouTube videos on, on monetizing TikTok. So apparently there's money that can be earned too. <laughs> I believe that there's a whole lot of money. Like within the app for real though. Like people yeah. can give you like diamonds and it can turn into real cash, which is, which is interesting, which you have to have a certain number of followers, yada, yada, yada. But I'm like, wow. Diamonds that turn into cash. Okay, this is definitely something. Yeah, there's like a whole nother episode, but like it's Jason like, Derulo, Jason Derulo I mean, goes hard on it. And when you go on Jason Derulo, he will go live. And I think you see these things popping up, like fans giving him diamonds, like you can actually give them, but it can actually become cash, like real cash. Yeah, I I understand the concept of the dime. It's like showing appreciation. So there's levels, I'm guessing, to what you can shower people with. Um, (laughs) But it's just very funny that, you know, there's a whole science behind this. And during this time right now, people are really shifting how they consume social media and where they're getting their content from. So I've seen that transition over to TikTok from a few people that I've been following. But for me, as a person who normally would head to Instagram, Mm -hmm. I've been going to Twitter Ah, how has that been been for you? I I live there too. That's my number two. Okay. So the thing that's interesting about Twitter is that, um, well, one, for people listening, they don't know this, but Mario knows this. I am a very late adapter. (laughs) So for me, it was more of that hesitation to join in the first place. Yeah. But now that I've joined, I actually really like the engagement that happens on Twitter, I feel that it's a little more authentic than Instagram, to be honest. It is. Um, it is. And I like that people are talking to each other. What? So Why did I not realize as... that you started to enjoy it? I remember you not being such a fan, but you you kind of like it now. I like it now. I like the fact that, so a real story is that um, two of my current favorite authors, mm-hmm. we follow each other, right? Ah. And I actually reposted some of the books that I'm re-listening to or I'm reading through my Kindle and Audible apps. And um, the authors, not only did they retweet it, they they commented under it. And then one of the authors tagged me in something else, just showing me like, you know, this is something else that's, um, that's um, coming down. And I was like, look at this, because on Instagram, you can get lost in people's DMs. You get lost in their comments. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, people are just not really on it. But on Twitter, I find that people are really on it. And another cool thing that happened on Twitter was that I was actually 
um, at a conference in March. Mm-hmm. And while at this conference, I ended up seeing that a speaker, and she's also an author too, but a speaker that I had been trying to get for a Manifest event was at same said conference. So I tweeted her like, wait a second, you're here. (laughs) And she was like, yeah, where are you? And I'm like, I'm on the third floor. So then we started to DM and she was like, well, you know, come to this part and we can definitely meet. And you met her. We did. Yeah. Yeah. We ended up meeting each other. So for me, I was like, I like that because as much as I love Instagram, I felt that, or I feel I should say that Twitter for me is becoming more of the community. Um, you can definitely have more meaningful um, interactions on Twitter, as well as they can go very go south very quickly. But I, I think, think it's the power so. of, of very, words. Very quick. It's the power <laughs> of words and how you use them. And I think the type of mind that can craft something sensible in 280 characters to me is the kind of mind that can engage similar minds. I don't know. It's a space of, you have to, I think you have to have a certain um, intellect or perspective to appreciate Twitter, to be honest. I think, well, so I still have not mastered the whole character, um, the 280 character max. Like, I'm still kind of like, wait a second, what do I really want to say? But it right. doesn't. No, exactly. It focuses you. It focuses yeah. You. It's like, what do I really want to say? And I do see some people that kind of just rant. So they're not really saying anything mm, other right. than right. whatever right. just pops up randomly in their head. And I can appreciate even that during this time. But on Instagram, I feel that it's still... Although, again, love Instagram to pieces, I do feel that it's still very much a place of show, show, Relatively show, superficial, show, show. yeah. Relatively yeah, superficial. it's like so many people are trying to be seen. So many people, especially right now, everybody's going live. Live at 8 o'clock in Jamaica. 8 o'clock is our lifetime in Jamaica. It's like, tw- no, IG has turned into cable. So at 8 o'clock, you know you're going to see like 5, 6 to 10 lives across the top of your stories and you can choose what you want to watch. Yeah, it's true. It's like it has now become live streaming. So you open up your app. And again, I feel like between the hours, it's the after hours. So they're catching everybody that no longer has to commute for the most part. Anywhere between between 8 p.m.? I would even say earlier. I feel like it's five. I feel like they're trying to get you right before you have dinner. They're like, (laughs) straight straight, straight to 1 a.m. As yeah, all the way to the next morning. As like, I have been in some after dark chats that were, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, boy, after yeah. dark. I, I, mm-hmm. Well, so it was um, D-Nice. He was yeah. doing an Instagram party, like, on his live, right? People and I remember, that, yeah. literally, my sister said, it was probably 5.30, she was preparing her dinner, and she says, oh, D-Nice is coming on at 6. Let me turn on his life and right. as he was cooking she's like jamming to his music and it, it was almost like he was playing in the background like a radio it was weird eh and then and then the fact that you can connect your phone to a bluetooth and to alexa and all of these things is like it changes your whole experience for it's changing for it. entertainment, you know? yeah this is the time that we are in now we are now in a space <laughs> where instagram can become your radio you don't even have to really pay attention. I don't know if I like it, but but we I, have to and this is what I'm saying. I don't know necessarily if I like it either. I'm not, and I've never been a person who is into go live because you just want to go live. Exactly. Or what's your what's the reason? Because, yeah, like I literally, and, and this is the other thing. Now you got me going off on a tangent. <laughs> 
But this is the thing that tripped me out. So I opened up Instagram one day and you know how it alerts you as to who's going live. So I was trying to go into the messages that I was tagged in, right? So I'm trying to check my own DMs and accidentally touch this person that I followed their live. The person is sitting there eating, (laughs) looking at the camera, reading who's joining. And that automatically was like, I didn't come here for this. (laughs) And I exit out. And I'm like, really? This is what's going on? Like you you are eating and you're you're waiting for people to join you for you to do what? For you to talk about your food? Like, so is it the attention spans though? Okay, see how quickly you came in and came out. And that's what I find I do. Most times I pop in and pop out. So I think the IG live is a true test of engagement because if you pop mm-hmm. into one and it holds you, you will stay. Because I popped it's into true. some and I can't come out. <laughs> that's true. I, can't come out. I, tr- I feel the same way. Like there's one particular um pastor that i really love pastor mike todd from transformation church and when pastor mike started uh ig live i automatically clicked on it It was a no-brainer i was like oh what pastor mike is what's he up to tonight Mm -hmm. and i clicked on it and i stayed for every time he got kicked off i went back in it you know like i was really into it but there's other people who i follow and I like their posts and their content because it's pretty, right? Like it's captivating. What they're saying in their their posts are actually things that I'm like, that makes sense. Or, you know, I can agree with for some part or just the person just looks good, right? <laughs> but when I see them start a live video and I'm telling you, this is how I started unfollowing some people. When I see them start a live video and they open their mouth to talk, and you're like, whoa. I'm like, I got to go. I, I I can't have this. I can't I mean, have this. I mean, this episode is going to be bringing like all of your friends and, and, and supporters into like a, us talking on the phone every day. But <laughs> it really is a testament to I lost my thought. <laughs> <laughs> I don't but, think but you were saying no, you were saying you unfollow some people sometimes when they open their mouth. We always speak about podcasts the same way and about the voice that narrates in audiobooks. Like if it's not engaging enough, we're out. Man. Oh man. Well, I'm out. <laughs> I definitely returned a few audiobooks because the person's voice was oh, just man. not doing it for me. So, so props to all the people listening to your podcast, no one who listened to mine, because to sit down and listen to someone's podcast for 45, 50 minutes means that you really are engaged and appreciating the people and the content, you know? So big up to listeners. I agree. You know, shout out to all of you that are listening because, you know, especially right now, time is precious. And as much <laughs> as people feel like we've gotten more time, I feel like now is the testament of what's valuable, right? Exactly. So what? how are you spending your time? Um, It's not about the quantity anymore. I think it's about quality. So for anybody that's listening, you are appreciated, um, <laughs> which I think this is another thing that we have to do these days. We need to show appreciation and gratitude, and it doesn't always have to just be through words, right? So yeah. it could be anyway. But as we're mitigating, we're, we're moving, we're moving through this, right? How are you managing through the quarantine? Because you started this telling the audience about how you're a multi-potentialite. First of all, I don't know if everyone even knows what that means. So you may need to start us with what that actually means. And then let us know how you are managing through it, because this is not a very easy time for most, right? Mm-hmm. So let's have it. Let's no. let's have you share how you're you're managing. 
Well, well, before I define my version of multipotentialite, I'll first state that I'm an entrepreneur, so I don't work for anyone. So I don't have a expected salary every month. Um, right. In terms of my definition of multipotentialite, it's really that person who has many skills and gifts and who chooses to use many of them instead of feeling forced into choosing one. So, you know, I could probably just be a doctor and put all my energy into that. But I know that I have other talents and gifts that I, I nurture and actually put energy into at the same time. Mm -hmm. So it's a tricky person to be because you really juggle a lot and you have to learn how to juggle it all. But um, at this time, it's tricky. I mean, as a doctor, I'm generally in private practice. People are being told to stay home. Mm -hmm. So people are calling you on the phone, which means that they're not coming in for consultations per se, but they're getting phone advice. So in essence, you're making less money, you're seeing less patients. Um, as a musician, I can't gig because there are no funerals, there are no weddings, there are no corporate events, there are no performances. So that's dead. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So a lot of my income streams have literally run up into a wall and I have been forced to pivot or try and figure out how to pivot and remain patient while pivoting. <laughs> right. And that's yeah. difficult because some people are either living hand to mouth, which means that you don't have a lot of savings. So that next gig was going to pay for that next bill. So those people are crying hard. Maybe you might have a little bit of savings that can take you to X point, but we don't know how long this thing is going to last. Right. So it, it presents a whole lot of challenges. And um, for me, I would say I'm just looking at all the opportunities and just jumping fast. Like I'm just changing. I'm just adapting quickly and remaining yeah. patient in all of it. I would say even the pivoting and <laughs> the pivot is important because I said this yesterday to a few friends of mine that this whole pandemic is really showing us what careers are necessities and which are niceties. Mm. So we're starting to see exactly where the needs are. For example, IT that's a recession-proof job. There will always be a need for IT, exactly. right? So exactly. regardless of what industry you're in, they're going to need IT support. Right now, especially here in New York, a lot of hospitals, you know, they're trying to catch up with what's happening, but their IT staff is working hard to make sure that things are performing, mm -hmm. you know, like they're making sure that they're answering questions, help desk, all these different things. So those people that are in that role or in that field. That busy, yeah. That is a necessity, right? Mm -hmm. So I would even consider some of, I wouldn't even say some, I would consider IT staff, you know, frontline workers, honestly. So even if they're home, that doesn't mean that they're getting that break, quote unquote. Right, but they're still working. Right, and that's what people may get because they don't have to commute in. They're probably working even longer hours. Mm -hmm. They're probably working more. And then as is them, medical professionals for sure. And I medical mean, even though I'm not in the office, the demand for my expertise and my knowledge is high. So, right. so a lot of communication because people are panicking about everything. Right. Um, but then here's the thing with the medical staff. So here's where it come, becomes a little tricky because this is where for those that are in the medical field, if this is not your passion, it may be time to pivot because wow, yeah. you be feeling like this is not for me. Yeah, no, exactly. You're very you right. Because it's so overwhelming. And it's I mean, I feel like if you really, really love it, it will still be difficult, but it will still feel like a job challenge in something that you love. 
But if it's something right. that you don't love, it's going to feel like make it stop. <laughs> mm-hmm. And one of my friends, she's in advertising sales, and she actually said, as long as commercials are on and <laughs> and companies need to make them, she'll always have a job. And it was something that was real, like, huh, I never have you know, never would I have thought of it in that way, but it's true. You know, there's a lot of content being created. So for some people in creative spaces, this is a time that they're going to thrive, but then they need to think about what's going to happen post pandemic. You know, like you talked about that hand to mouth type of situation, like are you going to set yourself up currently so that when this all comes to an end, which I believe that it will, will, you will be able to continue thriving as opposed to feeling like the yes. well has dried hanging on on the edge right yeah, i agree and i mean there there's some um industries that are very culture specific so you know in jamaica it's a small island a lot of people either take public transport or drive but like right now we have a curfew from 8 p.m till 6 a.m the next morning and that that's okay. a, that was a seven-day curfew but you know that delivery men still can deliver food so like right now if you weren't someone who cared to pay for pizza delivery because you just didn't believe in it because you could drive to Domino's or whatever. People are going to be ordering food. like So they're like little industries that are booming. Oh, my goodness. So the delivery that. services are kicking now. I just saw yeah. a bunch of them. And supermarkets are definitely making mad money all across the world. Anybody who sells toilet paper or any of food course. items. Of course. <laughs> well, I, I love that you said this because... <laughs> One of my friends, he does, he works as IT support for DoorDash. DoorDash is one of, I would say, one of the bigger um, food delivery apps. And he was telling me that they are doing really well. And I said to him, of course you're doing well, because not only do I order from DoorDash (laughs) all the time, but there's so many people that are sharing the app with other people because of the fact to what you said, they can no longer go out. Some people cannot go out for themselves, so they have to have food come to them. Uh And people are going to say, okay, well, because I can't go out, I'd rather spend this money and have the delivery come to me. But then people are also doing the the the, um, the food app savings. So here's the thing. There's so many different options here for people to, to get. And you know how it is. Even in Jamaica, there's different options for you to get your food delivered to right. you or buy. Right. Right. And a lot of them emerged in the last maybe one to two years. So it's weird. A lot of them existed, but they weren't doing as much business as they're doing now, I'm sure, you know? Well, what I was thinking is because there's so many different options, people are still being smart about their coins. So Mm -hmm. if they see that DoorDash has 99 cent delivery, Uber Eats has 199 delivery, Grubhub has free delivery, some people will download the Grubhub app just to get the free delivery. So people are being smart about (laughs) how how they're getting their food to them. They're still comparing their quotations, comparing businesses. So they're trying to save money while also having a convenience, right? And I think that this is another thing that maybe these food delivery apps, when they were being created, they weren't necessarily thinking of pandemic. But again, maybe that is something for people that are considering a pivot to think about. Maybe, just maybe, I want to become you know, one of the workers, although I may be putting myself at risk. Now that's the other part of it during this time. I may be putting myself at risk, but I'm still going to make money because people are ordering. 
But you know what? Let's translate that theory even bigger. Like you guys just had to pivot your manifest event into a Zoom meeting and you made it free. And what what the value of that is, is we're in the pandemic now, but we won't be in the pandemic forever. And the value of hooking up clients, of pulling in someone is huge because that is a sale. I'm not saying we must look at all of these people as sales, but from a business perspective, pulling that person in into that free Zoom meeting and they come in and see the value in it. When you have your next real manifest event, when they can experience the full thing with food and and see the guests like right in front of them, they're going to pay that money. You know what I mean? Right. So we... So conversion yeah. is important. It's conversion, true. yeah. The conversion is important to to really grow your business during this time. And I think that again, you just have to be smart. You, we didn't think that we would be in a position where we had to host a virtual event so soon. But virtual events had always been on our roadmap. I would say right. it was a part of it. But it's just a matter of doing it later versus sooner. Now you have to get even more creative because you are you have to essentially take a live event and create a virtual experience and still give people something that's going to be valuable to them through their screen. Exactly. And it's difficult. It's difficult. It's Especially with short attention spans. It's a learning curve. It's a learning I mean, curve. Again, the people that created these 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 apps and all the different businesses that are going to come forth from this time, I think a lot of it will be birthed from people taking the time to realize what's a necessity and versus a nicety and really thinking through what are the recession-proof, pandemic-proof... <laughs> right, right, kind of jobs and, and jobs passive, passive income yeah. jobs. And as you said, people are doing things they always wanted to do, but they probably didn't have any urgency so for me i always wanted to increase my content on youtube but mm-hmm. since this time i've been more aggressive about recording and editing and posting so i hadn't been on our regular schedule prior to that but with this i just it was just the time it's just inevitable that i would have to do it now because or you know i could sit on the coach and watch netflix, not watch netflix but i decided that i would use this opportunity to really build a good foundation right for all and- the things i wanted to do Exactly. So you're pouring that back into yourself, which is why I said before that for some people, it feels like you have more time. But the reality is more so how are you spending that time? True. Right? I, I, do, I feel like I'm more busy right now, at least at this point I in the agree. pandemic, I'm more busy than I was than I was before, you know, but in a different way. Instead exactly. of being in the office, kind of following a structure like the typical nine to five structure, I'm now at my work desk at home following a different structure, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I'm still busy. Yeah. And I think that this is what's going to continue to happen. The world as we knew it prior to this is probably not going to be the world that we come into post. Yeah, I was saying that it wasn't going to change in the beginning, but at this point, a couple of weeks, months in for some of us, it's definitely changing. And we know habits build after 21 to 30 days. So this is going to be a, well, some of these things are going to stick around. Some may not, but some will. Right. Which, again, I'm just going to close out and then we're going to jump into the next thing. But I think this is the time for people to probably use that passion time that they were spending doing like the videos and whatever projects they were working on to really probably pivot into what they what they really want to do, because some of the passive income maybe that income that's really carrying you through this right now. Yep. And I don't think a lot of people probably thought of that, but it's like, oh, you know, I, I, I was consulting someone, I mean, not personally, but 
someone may view it as I was consulting someone and now that has become full time for me because everyone's coming to me asking me, you know, how do they build through this? How do they sustain their business and so on and so forth? Whereas before, prior to this, it was probably something that they looked at as a passion project. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like we just don't know how lives are going to continue to change, but they will change. And I think that they will change for the better, honestly. Some people may not agree with me on that because better looks different for everyone. But I do think for those that are creative, it's going to push us into a new space of thinking in with innovation and really staying ahead of the curve, trying our best to stay ahead of the curve is what I think. So I agree. And I think some people just need to be patient to go through the rough patch before the good stuff comes back. But a rough patch exactly. can be rough though, but, but it's what it is. And there it goes. It is what it is right now. What can you do besides <laughs> just stay, stay the course as well. Yes, stay the course. <laughs> Find some food. <laughs> find some food and some Netflix. Netflix. um, As we're talking about staying the course, how are you, how do you get through working toward your goals on the days you aren't motivated? Because let's be for real, as much as we are positive people, there are days when we're not trying to do anything. All we want to do, we probably don't even want Netflix on. You just probably want to just stay in a room with nothing on, not even the light and just kind of be to yourself, right? But how do you stay motivated? Because you can't live like that every day. You know, that's a good question. I always tell people staying motivated is one of the hardest things to do ever, just as a human or as an entrepreneur in general. And I have two answers to this. I think sometimes you just need to listen to that gut source, listen to your body when it's saying shut the light off and shut the light off. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Lie down in the bed and, and... Watch some TV because I think that's your body saying, I want to take a break. So I think sometimes we need to listen to that voice. But if that's becoming too much and and taking up too much time, then I think you need to create structure. And for me, structure has been what has helped. I will wake up some mornings and I don't want to walk, but I've decided I'm going to walk in the morning. And whenever I come back after that walk, I feel so much better. Mm -hmm. And stuff like just not... um, taking up my phone to open social media in the morning and I was taking a moment to to be grateful and just to think about what my next steps for the day is going to be like all of these things kind of help to just give me a little more energy to move into the day even if I don't feel like so I mean I would say structure is one of the best things and prayer meditation exercise and just yeah just um thinking about the greater goal you know yeah, I would I would say definitely everything that you've already said. And I'd add just to continue to remain balanced, right? Because too much of anything is not a good thing. So when all of this happens, the, the one way that I'm remaining, I would say motivated is to know that all of this is, is truly temporary, that we're going to get through it. So my motivation comes in knowing that, you know what, <laughs> you may want to watch TV today and I'm going to let you watch TV today, but, but guess what? Tomorrow, yeah, I ain't watching this much TV. <laughs> <laughs> <But> <laughs> because come November, December, you're, you're probably going to be in a completely different space. So let's get you on the, um, I wouldn't even say on the, the, the page, but let's really keep you focused on moving and doing what you need to do 
regardless of circumstances happening around you, if that makes any kind of sense. It's no, like, it, it, it makes I, perfect sense. Like, yeah, take, a, take a break, but set some limitations and some restrictions. Right, definitely have some limitations. And I feel like people have to be firm even with themselves because yeah. now is a time where we may just be feeling like, oh, you know, I'm not going to do this because I'm going to listen to my body and all that. But then at the same time, you also have to give your body that balance to say, you know what, body, we did this three days in a row. Now is the time for us to, re to really get something done. Let's really change this because you want to be in a place where you are continuously growing, you're learning, you're you're moving beyond where you are. Otherwise, I feel like you get stuck in a rut. So yeah, no, you definitely have to. And I think the word that wraps all that up, what you said and what I said is discipline. You really do have to, to create some patterns of discipline. But uh, it reminds me of my mom and dad. Like <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but <laughs> the, the word that you said that I like imbalance though, I think on those days sometimes too, you need to not force your discipline could mean forcing yourself to work but sometimes i think you need to be busy but maybe a different kind of busy which is where friends like you come in and you network like maybe that's a day when you reach out to some of the people who believe in you and who 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 you know who know what you're capable of to, to get a little bit of motivation juice <laughs> right you know right. get a little a little energy from them because usually they'll kind of tell you yo like get back to it get back to it i think that's the key accountability people Friends and people who love you and who know you, you know? Those people. <laughs> <laughs> but as we start to wind down a bit, okay, so we, we're basically talking and what I'm getting is that you and I both agreed COVID is not all bad. It's not all bad. Some people may feel like it, it's bad because they're, they're in the moment and they are seeing a lot around them that is rocking their worlds. Mm -hmm. But there are some good things that are happening in a lot of people's businesses. We talked about, you know, food delivery. We talked about how people are doing live streams and things of that nature. And people are reading more. They're going out, you know, they're walking, they're doing these different things. So there, there's good happening, right? Definitely. But what about the, some of the cool things you're learning about yourself during this time? Well, I'm actually learning how calm I am. And I already, I already knew that I was a relatively calm person but and yeah. i don't know if it's because of my upbringing or my libra personality or being a doctor or the combination of all i think it's a combination of all but when i look we at it another one because no 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 so we, you add I, one more? I think you need another one because i think the audience could tell you are calm just based on your voice i don't <laughs> You better talk like, like this when I'm on a microphone. <laughs> no, I'm like, I, you didn't know you were calm. I think that's okay. Okay. I, mean, but, you know, I know myself well. So there are things that annoyed, annoy the hell out of me. So, I mean, I get easily annoyed by a lot of things, but generally in terms of attacking life, I would okay. say that I'm measured. I'm a measured and calm person. And mm -hmm. the energies that are happening in the group chats that I'm in, like I've had, oh yeah, people protect your energies. I've had to exit some group yeah. chats because... Oh, yeah. I cannot deal with everybody being CNN. Everybody's a reporter. I get one video five times. I don't I don't need to get the same meme five mm. times. I mean, and that's me mitigating it because the person sending it is thinking, wow, this is funny. This is cool. This is informative. Hey, Mario, check it out. And I'm on the other end seeing it for the fifth time. And I'm just like, Thank, thanks. <laughs> and, I'm, and then I just delete that. <laughs> but um, I'm not, the funny thing is that I'm not sending all of this to a lot of people. Right. You know, I have a few 
And you're the doctor. And I'm the doctor. So I have a few people in my close, close space who maybe I'll share it with. But overall, I'm not broadcasting it to my entire list. So I'm, it's interesting to me. I think so, you're mindful of their energies as well. So you're putting out what you would want others to put back into you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. And I'm, I'm also, apart from learning about my personality, I've learned that I'm a fighter because I've, I've been pivoting so fast. Like I spent a whole day just converting a page on my website to pretty much like telemedicine where mm -hmm. I had my PayPal buttons put in for consultations, follow-up visits, prescription renewals. Like I've been taking the time to learn stuff on YouTube. Put it this way. I'm just in there. I'm just in there adapting. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're being... And I'm not waiting on anything. To, I'm not waiting on anybody. I'm like, this is what it's looking like. I'm seeing how long other countries have taken to recover. We're going to be in this for a couple months. I'm not waiting to see what's happening. I'm changing right now. <laughs> yeah, which is good. You have to be, I think proactivity is really good. And I think that that's something that a few people can can listen to this and learn from um, because maybe that wasn't something that they thought that they needed to do or right. maybe they, they didn't put the, the name on it, but that's what they were already doing. And I would say, um, yeah, some cool. I, some I of it know. is scary though, because some of the things that I want to do as an entertainer on the entertainment side are in the noisy space. So like, right. as you said, if you're going to try and cut in during the noise, then you have to try and be strategic. So mm -hmm. it's either you have a message or you have some entertainment or you have something that may bring value to somebody who's sitting at home so that they can click into your live instead of somebody else's. But so it's scary because I'm going to cook, go live soon, actually, with, a, with another concept. But it's it's a focused concept, but you'll see it soon. All right. Well, see, there you go. So now you just gave us a tease, which is awesome, because it leads into our last question, which is what are some things you're looking forward to post-COVID-19? I'm looking forward to everything being even better because I feel like I would have used this time to reposition myself so well. You know, instead of sitting home and being negative or being sad or worrying about dying, I would have been <laughs> doing all of the things that I should have done quickly before having this time and stuff that I would have done anyway, but that I was able to get together because mm -hmm. I had the time to do it. So so I'm excited about, about new beginnings. And I know that the journey to that is going to be rough, but I just see myself stepping up, leveling up into our next space. <laughs> a better space in terms of earnings and brand building and really just helping people and sharing my message and this is a good opportunity to do that I agree with you and I love that you said new beginnings because it's just a reminder that what we are currently in will end and mm -hmm. it will be time for something new so I think that's awesome what a positive way to end mm -hmm. a podcast like you know, Mario. You know, you know, Kim. <laughs> Have you added the fact that you're a motivational speaker? <laughs> it's so, like, soon to be life coach. <laughs> like a life coach. What a positive way, seriously, a positive way to end. I mean, I couldn't have even scripted that if I wanted to. So Actually, that I might go back and listen to this so I can script it. <laughs> I'm going to write that down. I'm <laughs> like, that was really, really good. And I think because, again, you know the, the vision of Manifest, you know what our goals are to really help 
and empower our professionals that listen to us to really manifest their careers, dreams, and goals. It's not that we stop doing that just because of COVID-19. We really encourage them to do it even more so now, right? So I like that you said it because it's a reinforcement for people to know, hey, you leverage everything that's happening and really funnel all the energies that you're feeling and get the shit done, like get it done. Make sure that you remember this too shall pass. And when it does pass, it's going to be a new beginning. And you want to be at the forefront with your project, with your career choice, with whatever you're working on, just ready to go, you know, like instead of it being more of a reactive time, I feel like this should more of a proactive time and you know i don't want us to have multiple positive endings because that's what's happening now in a good way but i just (laughs) wanted i just wanted to add that you know in our conversation you know it's such a me 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 time now and i'm not saying that we shouldn't be selfish about pivoting and adapting and being proactive but let's as as a world as a people just be be mindful of being kind to others because you know a lot of people are going to be going through it and um, while you're building yourself up, you know, just take a moment to step outside of yourself and help somebody else, you know, really. I like that. Definitely do exactly what Mario said. And Mario, thank you for being kind to us and sharing your time with us, because although we are home for the most part, most people that will be listening to this will be home. We still know that time is valuable. So your time is appreciated. And I think you should tell our the listeners where they can find you. So this is going to be in the show notes, but, you know, as people are listening, just let them know. Boy, yeah. All right, guys, you can find me many places. And I'm telling you all of them because I was cursed the other day for not promoting um, fully, fully. <laughs> as a musician, I'm Mario Evan, M-A-R-I-O-E-V-O-N. You can just go to my website, MarioEvon.com. As a doctor, I'm DrMarioGuthrie.com. And I have a podcast called Talk Truth with Mario Evan, where we talk the things. Kim was on it too, talking about intentional living. So yes. um, that's TalkTruthJA.com. Just Google me. A lot of stuff will pop up. But music, medicine, podcasting, and um, yeah, you'll find it there. Google me. <laughs> Google me. <laughs> Google me. Just Google me. <laughs> Just Google Mario Evan. You'll find stuff. Awesome, awesome. Thank you for having me, Kim. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, definitely a pleasure as always. And until next time, we'll manifest. When I asked Mario to record this podcast with me originally, one of the things that I asked him to do was to be transparent because I believe that transparency is key and it's really something that many people want during this time. So I'm happy that we were able to talk and for him to use this platform to share what's going on with him and how he's managing through it. And to be real, to share that some days he doesn't want to do anything just like the rest of us, right? So no one has it all together. And that's one of the things that I hope everyone gathers from this no one has it all together but together we can all get through this and as we get through it together we'll be better because of it so i encourage you all to continue to take care of yourselves stay healthy stay connected to your friends and family and most importantly let's continue to manifest thanks for listening to the manifest podcast before you go don't forget to subscribe rate and review this podcast Share this with your family, share this with your friends, just share this with your entire community. And until next time, let's manifest.